This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, third Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. And we promised, we promised you guys that we were going. I don't know, did we promise? I don't think we promised. But we, we said We said that maybe we would be doing a uh, an episode on dieting and Aikido. And so uh, we're gonna do it. And which is interesting because we're uh, sitting out on a patio, we've just had some lunch ourselves. Um, and you guys, not not me, uh, have been um, on a diet uh, and uh, so had to kind of restrict the types of foods that uh, you're able to eat, et cetera, and so forth. So I think I feel like it's a good good time for us to talk about it. Yes. So. We are not at Denny's. We usually probably would be at Denny's. Yeah, yeah we like Denny's. Um, but right now we're at Habit because they have lettuce wrap burgers because we're doing paleo right now. Yeah. Um, right. So, so I have been on lots of diets in my life uh, and I've been lots of different weights in my life um, when I lived in Los Angeles and I was fighting and I had to make weight for things um, I played with a lot of different dieting things <clears throat> and then when I came back from uh, Los Angeles and I quit competing I went from 185 which is what I was competing at to 230 in no time Whoa. You know? yeah so um so, and then, because it was just like, you know, going from like being restricted and controlled all the time and like having to make weight all the time to, uh, you can do whatever you want. Um, I just did whatever I wanted, you know, it was like, great, good. I get to eat whatever I want. And so I ate too much and, uh, I got, I got real big and fat and, um, uh, I did not like that. And so, uh, so I went on paleo, this is 2005 or six. Uh, for a couple of years, and I ate paleo for a couple of years. Um, paleo is referring to paleolithic style eating, which is basically eating uh, not processed foods, natural foods um, that don't require cooking. That doesn't mean that you you don't cook your foods. It just means that that food you would be could be eat, yeah right, yeah. which limits you basically to fruits, vegetables, and meat. The stuff you should be eating right, regular food. <clears throat> and avoiding all the extra crap we put tend to put in food, all the other chemicals and stuff. Anyway, so I went that way for two years, and then after I got a handle on it, I basically went back to a, a normal diet of eating whatever I wanted, but um, every time I feel like it's getting a little out of hand, I'll go back on the diet, and, and Maya's doing it with me, uh, and, and we're both paleo right now. So I, I, I think this is an, an interesting topic to uh, broach and to relate to Aikido because at first blush, you know, you think about it and someone's like, oh yeah, Aikido and dieting or or dieting, like a lot of people would go, why, how does this even relate and why does it even matter? Yeah. So maybe we could just touch on that. I mean, I I have my thoughts about why it would or would not matter and and what people might be able to get out of it, but um, I mean, so obviously we're talking about this for a reason. So period, um, if you, if you want to have a healthy life, you need to uh, watch your weight, right? Like, you know, being 30, 40 plus pounds overweight is uh, terrible for you. Um, so, just to be a healthy individual, you should you should watch your weight. But especially if you're a martial artist, like, you're taking on a physical activity. You're choosing to be a physical person. Um, as a martial artist, you should be able to keep your weight in check. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think, you know, this probably goes to a larger um, topic or a larger idea about um, being, uh, just being in good physical condition for doing um, any martial art, but specifically Aikido, and, and you know, I think, you know, I, I love Steven Seagal, but you look at him sometimes now, and uh, you see sort of the... Uh, the way he appears and you know shows himself and and you wonder huh okay what what you know he used to be a specimen I think I mean he was never I don't think in like wonderful bodybuilder shape, shape but yeah and like you look at him and you're like oh that guy's in shape like he's you know um, and you know you see him now and you can tell he's probably let himself go um, <laughs> So, you know... I mean, that's a real telling thing, that statement. It's a real common statement in English, you know? Like, he's let himself go. Um, which means, you know, like, you're not controlling yourself anymore. You know? Like, you're not controlling right. uh, what you're doing. And and a big part of training in any martial art is self-discipline. Right. And so that's how... I mean, I, I think, to me, I see that's the connection that I see clearest would be, um, you know, putting yourself... Giving yourself a diet and, and saying, like, hey, I have to adhere to these certain things, whatever they are, um, is, is a way of like showing that you have some, some self-control, which is an integral part of, uh, Aikido training, right? Especially if you're looking at mindfulness and uh, other stuff like that, like how can you be mindful, uh, in, you know, you're just shoving cake in your mouth or whatever. Right. right. Or are you mindful of the fact that you're shoving, you're shoving you cake know? in your mouth, you know? <clears throat> Yeah, I think for me, like, for the longest time, I was always just, like, I kind of saw diets as, like, something that people that wanted to lose weight did only, you know? And I don't know, I always kind of just, like, came from it, like, yeah, but if you live a fairly decent lifestyle where, you know, you exercise, you eat what you want, but you're also reasonable, then you shouldn't need a diet. Um, well, that's sort of where I I feel like I fall in, you know, which right. is, like, look, I don't... I don't diet, you know, like, I mean, I, I, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I follow any sort of diet, but I exercise, uh-huh. uh, a lot and I keep sort of check in what I am eating in any given day, you know? Um, and there are some days that I'll just eat a ton of calories and I don't care and, you know, um, but I don't, I wouldn't, I don't, most people would look <laughs> at me and they wouldn't ever go, Hey, you, he needs to go on a diet. Right. right. So I think that's also something is to, is to, to go like, ah, it's not just about, uh, losing weight. Although, right. You know, so I mean, like, so as I was like, kind of like learning more about that, I realized that it doesn't only have to be about losing weight right. and like, it can be something, you know, as a way to like explore a little bit more about, about yourself, you know, and, and, uh, learn about how, you know, what are my weaknesses and, and what can I go without? What can I live without? What, how can well, I, you know, how so can I learn plant, self-control? Plant, plant-based diet now, that's like a really big thing um, that a lot of people are doing. It's a, it's a really fatty kind of thing. And I think that has uh, little to do with um, weight gain or loss for a lot of people, you know. Right. Um, it's more about other things and, and a benefit of it. But even something as simple as, you know, Weight Watchers, man. I mean, I think that's an, uh, a really, uh, like, simple kind of thing, which is like, look, you have points uh, for the foods, and you have this many points for your day. You can do whatever you want with it. 
Um, but at the end of the day, that's what you get, and being able to have the control of that and, and to do those things, I think, is... Um, and, I mean, I think that's, you know, like, beyond whatever else, being able to control what you put in your body and how much of it you take in and not just be a glutton and sit down and eat all day um, is, is a thing that someone who's interested in controlling themselves should have, you know? Like, so, you know, we all get into martial arts because we want to be able, you know, like a common thing to say is I want to be able to handle myself, right? I want to be able to take care of myself. I want to be able to, in bad situations, handle what's going on. Um, and stuffing yourself full of a bunch of crappy food makes you really fat is not doing that. It's not handling yourself, you know? And um, as far as, like, for ourselves, that's the way we should be. And also what we present as as martial artists. Like, is like you know, who wants to, to join a club where nobody can watch their weight? You know, no one can, can be in control of their weight or not, you know? Um, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, like, I've, I've had good control over my weight for, I don't know, over 10 years now. Uh, but... Um, I still sometimes will go on diets, not because I'm wanting to lose weight, but because I want to check in with myself and make sure I still have the control I want. Yeah, I think like one of the things that I get a lot, comments that I get when I am doing some sort of diet is, which I probably would have been that person making that comment not that long ago, is like, why are you doing that? You, you don't need to lose weight. You look fine, you know, yeah. or whatever the case. And it's more than that to me, you know, and right. I... I I don't ever think that it should just be about a number, about weight anyway. You know, I think it's, if someone's wanting to lose weight, then it's not really about the number. It's about feeling comfortable in right. your body and feeling like you can do the things that you want to do, you know? And so like, you know, we all have these weird ideas about what what the scale, the number on the scale should look like. And I don't ever think it should be about that. It's about how can I get into the shape that I want to be in to do the things that I like to do. Can I do the things that I like to do? I mean, that's, right. a, that's a very important one, you know? Um, and like, you know, it's definitely, especially when you're talking about athletic stuff, it's, it's not about being skinny at all. Right. It's right, about right. being in the condition to do the activity you want to right. do, right? So, uh, yeah, you see uh, all of these, uh, like the world's strongest man, uh, you would never look at that guy and go like, oh, he's skinny you know i mean right, he doesn't look right, skinny right, right. he doesn't even like looking at him you would even question like oh man how is that guy uh you know a, a, he doesn't look what we would traditionally say is someone who is uh strong i mean usually they're behemoths but um but they're able to do the things that that they need to do and even like the sumo i think is a good i mean sumo is uh, a good uh, example of that yeah. too you know sumo they want to put on as much weight as possible whether that's healthy or not i don't know but they can control their diet in a way that allows them to do the activity they want you know it's a weird yeah. example but they're creating the kind of body they want can you do that with yourself you know or are you a yeah. victim to to i got to eat twinkies every night you know well i think that's the thing is like we need to disassociate i feel like from martial artists and just in general in our culture at least American culture, that's the only one that I know. Um, we need to disassociate dieting from losing weight because dieting can be whatever you want it to be. Right. Um, it's not just about losing weight. I mean, I think in America, maybe that's the number one problem, so that's all we see it as. And, we, and if anyone says they're on a diet, obviously they must be trying to lose weight. Not necessarily. Right. You know, and I, I've known people that are on a diet to gain weight. Right, you know, right, like yeah. I had a roommate and she was a tiny little girl and she had to drink Enfamil, you know, the, the baby, like the, right, the, the nutrient shakes, yeah, the yeah. nutrient sub supplement for, for babies because she like needed to put on weight because she was just such a tiny person, you know, and her doctor told her to take those. So like, you know, I think diets can be a, 
about a really broad range of, you know, gaining muscle mass, you know, some people want to lose a little bit of muscle mass, some people want to, you know, put on weight, put on, you know, whatever the case, and so, like, I think understanding the difference and not falling prey to, oh, but diets are just for fat people, or diets are just for this certain kind of person, like, it's more than that, and it can be about understanding your lifestyle and exploring your lifestyle, and I think that's, for me, what it's been, at least, is figuring out, like, oh, like, what, like, how, how do I function? What can I live with? What can I live without? You know, like, what, if I was in a dire situation, could I go without food for a day? You know? Well, no, so, and I remember uh, we were doing a class on, uh, um, Koku, I think. And as part of that, one of the, like, the homework in the class was, like, don't eat for 24 hours. You know, can you, you know, do you have the presence of mind to be able to not eat for 24 hours and uh, right. and get through it? So, um, and it, so it could play out like that as well, you know, for... The, the truth is, you know, what you put into your body is what you get out. And, you know, that's a cliche at this point. But, I mean, stop and think about what that means for a second. It means that all the energy you put into everything you do comes directly from the food you choose to put into your body to do that. Right? I mean, that's that's heavy. That means everything in your life is influenced by your diet. Everything you do, everything you put energy in is influenced towards your diet. So choosing a good diet that is beneficial to what you want to do is key. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, so, so Chris and I have done intermittent fasting and that was something new to me as of last year. Um, and, um, it's freaking hard to go without food for 24 hours or 36 hours. We've done both. Um, and I think, I mean, before that, I would definitely say that I was one of those people that was like, oh, you don't, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry, you know? Cause like I would say that I would get hangry, also- you know? They probably wouldn't like you when you're home. <laughs> let's be on. Let's it's be. True. Well, no, yeah, and like I would get very grumpy when I was hungry, and like you know, just be very kind of short-tempered and a little bit snappy and stuff. And I, one of the reasons that was one of the reasons that I kind of decided, hey, Chris, can I join you doing intermittent fasting because I want to be better about being like I don't like being like that, right, you having, know, because yeah. there's certain t- times that I can't eat and I need right. to be able to have self control to being not a be slave a jerk. to food. Also, is just a really bad thing. You know, oh yeah, it's right. Just like, you know, if I don't, you know, so my mom has uh, diabetes and uh, she has to have like snacks and stuff with her all the time. Uh, and if she's like, we're we're, we're on a road trip and uh, she doesn't uh, eat uh, properly. Uh, it, like she will, her function can't function. Right, like her right, brain right. will flip out and like whatever, go to sleep. I don't know, whatever happens. Um, and uh, <laughs> no, it's true. And so t- when I saw that happen for the first time, I was with her and, and she had kind of this thing. It struck me as like, oh my god, I never want to be in a position where like I can't go several hours without eating. Eat, uh, you right. know, like. I, I want to be in a position where I could go a couple days without eating right. if I had to. Right. Not that I would want right, to. Right, right, But, you know. Right. You want to have the capability to do right, that. Right, And um, a lot of that stuff, like a lot of like being hangry and stuff, people don't realize like you have addictions to foods. Like, uh, you know, beyond like 
smoking or anything else. You very likely, if you eat a regular modern diet, you have addictions to carbohydrates. Sugar. And, and, and yeah. I'm not talking like a weird, like metaphysical guy. Like try going without carbohydrates and what will happen is you will be full. Like if you eat meat and vegetables, you'll be full and your brain will say, I'm still hungry. Yep. And that's not what's really happening. You are not hungry, but your brain's addicted to carbs and it wants carbohydrates in there really bad. There's a period at the beginning of going on the paleo, the paleo diet that... It's always like the first like, I don't know, three, four, five days where it's rough. It's really rough because it's just like that where, you know, I've just had dinner and I know that I should be full and I am full and I wanted to stop eating because I was full, but I still, I'm, I'm hankering for something else and I'm right. like, what, what is right. it? Oh, it's sugar. I want right. sugar, you know, and I didn't get any sugar, you know, I want bread and, and chocolate and, you know, things to stuff in on top of the meat and vegetables that I've already eaten. And knowing that, like, it's good to know that that's how you feel, you know, and being able to, to you know, get past that four or five, six days and, and go, okay, now I'm okay, I can be okay without that is, it's really, like, it's a, it's a really empowering feeling. Absolutely. Um, and it's the same with the, the fasting, you know, like, being able to know, I mean, it does suck, but knowing that I can go to class for two hours after work after being like hungry all day and not having eaten and still you know do two hours of martial arts like it it sucks but it's nice to know that I can do that and sure. were I ever in a position where I was hungry and had to you know do something hard and defend myself like it's nice knowing that I am capable of that absolutely um, so I think it, it's really like diets can be really empowering and not just sucky you know yeah yeah it's a you know eating is a huge part of your day you do it three times a day for the most part um understanding what it is you're putting in why you're putting it in how much you're putting in like being able to to understand what that is is important and i think a lot of people just kind of push it off to the side and you know you can tell how much you push it off to the side you look in the mirror you know and you uh, you have no muscle mass or you got a giant belly or you got you know whatever's going on the mirror will tell you immediately like oh this is what's going on with me or you're sweating profusely doing basic exercises or you can't you don't have the strength to go up a flight of stairs or you know like getting your diet in in check is very important for you so uh and i know where this is gonna go because i know how we do our podcast here um so and everyone else can probably figure it out but uh what are like so someone's listening to this podcast and they're going oh man he's making some good points i guess i need to you know look at what i'm doing um, what are some good ways to start? I mean, so you've done multiple different uh, diets. Um, is there a place to start that you think would be good? Is there a diet that you think works well to begin just to get like a sense of just to even take stock? Like how yeah. do I begin to take stock of where I'm at? One of these days I'm going to write a book. I want to write a book called The Year-Long Diet because I really think like there's a number of areas people need to, to diet in to understand what's going on. But basically it comes down to a few simple things, right? One is how much. How much food are you eating, right? Like can you control the amount of food you're eating? What is the quantity you're taking in? What? Can you control what you're eating, right? Can you just, you know, so like I've eaten vegan. I've eaten paleo. I've eaten... Uh, uh, different varieties of kinds of foods and ways to eat um, that you know you're limiting different things and can I choose the foods I eat you know um, and then also uh, when um, so you know can I go 24 hours without eating can I go 12 hours in between meals without eating can I go you know how long can I go between so basically those three things are what you're looking at how much you're eating 
what it is you're eating or at what times, what what uh, intervals you're eating at are, are the three things. And and the problem with, you know, most people when they get hyped up about a diet and they're like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet is they want to control all three of those right at away. At the same time. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's ridiculously hard, especially if you're not good at controlling any one of those. It's really hard. Like when I want to tax myself, I'll choose two of those and put them together and go like, oh, for this month, I'm going to do these two things. That's hard. Doing all three is ridiculous in my opinion, meaning, you know, I'm only going to eat uh, two meals a day and I'm going to eat only, you know, fish and bananas and I'm going to only eat, you know, two ounces of each. Like, you know, it, it, that's ridiculous. It's, it's too hard on yourself. So to me, start with picking one, you know, this week I'm going to miss uh, one 24 hour period of eating. You know, I'm going to miss 24 hours and then we'll see how that goes or, you know, for a month. And like, I'm also big on setting limits to your diets, right? So like, and this is so you're clear about what's going on, you know, from January 1st to January 31st, I'm going to do this thing and, and set yourself to it and, and keep yourself on that. But don't make crazy expectations at first. Don't go, you know, and don't, don't set goals of like ideals. You know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Right. Don't set that as a goal. Set a goal is I'm going to eat this way. I'm going to do this thing. Uh, and then that's easier to stick with. And like I said, don't challenge yourself in all three areas at once. Pick one at a time and go through them. And then once you feel you've mastered those, then you can play with it however you want. You know, I've mastered eating in intervals that I want, you know, like, and that doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. It means that you can do it consistently without wanting to cheat or break that. You know, I can consistently choose the foods I eat and not break from that. I can consistently uh, choose the quantities I'm going to eat and not break from that. Um, and, and use some, some common sense and those three things are what you start with, you know? I think it's just like exercise, you know, like I think one of the common mistakes with exercise, um, or people who want to do diet and exercise jumping right into it is like people will do a hundred squats right off the bat right. first day and then be sore and for the next week. And never do anything yep, can't else. Do squats right. ever again oh, it's taxing. I hate squats. It's taxing. <laughs> and so you can't immediately just jump super hardcore into something. I mean, at least most people can't. Um, and really hold to it. And so, like, ease yourself into it, you know? Like, set a goal, a, a short, small, like, attainable goal, and then work towards that. And I think, like, making a plan is a really good way, a realistic plan. And look at other people's, you know? That's what the web, that's what the web is for. Like, you know, right. that's like... lots of people talking there's about There's lots so, of people talking about stuff. What, um... You have those three things uh, that you mentioned. Uh quantity quality and time time whatever. yeah okay sounds good of those is there one that that if if i'm starting i should start with that's more, much more important and let's say uh i am not in shape that i want to be i have a big fat gut whatever it is i want to not look like that is there one of those that's going to help me achieve that goal quicker so than the first thing i would say is is don't worry about the big fat gut look and, and overall i'm saying worry about the big fat gut but but what i'm saying is don't go my goal is to lose the big fat gut because the problem with that is uh if you're not seeing the results you want then you're gonna flip out and you're gonna be felt let down and all that instead master diet master the control you have so you can choose to get rid of the big fat gut anytime you want once you've mastered your diet um, the one to pick I would say would be the one that's most conducive to your lifestyle you know so for example if you live in a house where there are just too many temptations you know you got kids who are eating candy all day and you know there's too many temptations um, choosing something like uh, paleo might be ridiculously hard at first because it's like I only eat meat and vegetables 
So like, there's all these other stuff constantly tempting me around. Um, if you have a crazy job schedule that doesn't allow you to, to eat in the in the right intervals, interval dining is not not what you're looking for, you know. Um, so you you've got to kind of tailor it to what works for you, you know, and find the one of those three you can master. And then after you've gotten a good handle on one, you're like, oh yeah, I can make sure that I eat no more than 2,200 calories a day or whatever, you know. If you're doing quantity, I can do that. I can do that consistently all the time. Then start to branch out in the other ones that are more difficult. But I say start with the one that works for you yeah. best and then work from there. That's you know, build idea. strength. Yeah. 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 I think also to realize that like we're human and it's easy to plan a diet when you're feeling strong and you're feeling inspired That's and everything's right. good and it's the beginning and the first dude, the first day of the diet always feels the best. Yeah, like, for sure. Every time consistently. I'm awesome, I'm doing this and I feel good. Right. It's it like it's so exciting and then like you know day two three four it hits and it's hard it's going to be hard like so have i don't know personally i like to have things that make me feel like it's not so hard replacement things i don't know like when they say when like people quit smoking you know they have replacement behaviors so that when you find yourself you know wanting that thing you can replace it with something else whatever it is you know i mean for me sometimes if it's like you know i uh when we were doing fasting like coming home from work like I always like to have a little snack you know and if I can't have a snack it's like what do I do with myself you know and so like sometimes I just take a nap because it was something else (laughs) that I could do with myself that would distract me from being hungry and so like as ridiculous as it is like I don't know like um right now when we do when we're doing paleo like you know I miss sugar a lot and so sometimes I'll have I have dried apricots that I absolutely love and they they're like a treat to me you know but they're totally within the diet and so instead of having you know a piece of chocolate or you know candy or something I can just have a a couple dried apricots I mean I can't go crazy on them I need to be careful not to go crazy on them because then it defeats the purpose but having something to replace those things that I would want it helps when I was first trying to get a handle on uh what kind of food I ate I was I was dieting for a while where I, I just didn't want to eat what I was terming junk food, you know, and that'd be like you know uh, Snickers bars or Sundays or whatever. Like that's that was just something I cut out for a couple months, so I'm not going to have that. During that diet though, I was finding it really hard because I like I like shitty food, I like junk food, you know. Um, and I remember I, I I came up with this plan and it worked really good for me. Whereas if I had a really strong craving, you know, like you feel like you're going to break, you're like, oh, I need a hot fudge sundae really bad, you know, and you feel like you're going to break. That if I keep having that strong craving for three days, no matter what, I'll treat myself to that, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was amazed at how often it would just in the third away. day yeah, I yeah. didn't care about a hot fudge sundae anymore. And I would often then have the strength to be like, no. Yeah. But when I'm weak, going, you can have it in three days, bro. Right, and right, then right. I would say, you know, yeah, in my head, right, I'd be like, oh, yeah, in three, three days, days I'm going to be right, bad. Right, I'm going right, to get right. that hot fudge sundae. And then three days come Three days combined, I don't yeah. care anymore, you know? Um, but if I did still care, I would eat it. And usually then that, that would be satisfied. I'd be like, yeah, I had that. Right. And oftentimes I was surprised at how it wasn't as good as I right. thought it was. Right. You know, like, and that's a lot of things is realizing what's bullshit cravings and what's really you need that. Your body really wants that, you know. Yeah. And, and the more you diet and play with things, the more you'll learn what's true for your body. And this, this thing too is like I think a, a big mistake that people make is they think there's a cure-all. Um, uh, like a, a magic diet that's going to just, you're going to get on it, you're going to love it, and it's going to solve all your physical problems, whatever they are, if you're you know, too heavy or you want to gain muscle or whatever. It's just going to, you're going to find the one and it's going to be perfect. Like, I don't really think that's the case. Like, I think it's, you got to have to experiment a little bit and you have to try stuff out and figure out what works for you and your lifestyle and the kind of food you want to buy and, you know, 
like, are you the kind of person that likes variety in your food? Because right. if you're going to pick a diet where you have to eat chicken and vegetables every day, then that sucks. And that's going to make you really unhappy. Right. And it's going right. to probably affect your quality of life if you don't like to eat the same thing every day. So pick a diet where you're able to do that, you know? So it's like, pick something that, that really fits you and be self-aware about that. It, it was funny, I was telling Maya this story the other day. So when I was paleo for a couple years, uh, I got really used to eating that way, and it wasn't a big deal anymore. It was just normal to me to eat like that. Um, and then uh, I had some mac and cheese, and I was like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and have some mac and cheese, you know? And when I ate it, it tasted gross to me because I had not gotten, I was right. no longer used to that right. food. And look, I should be happy about that. I should have been like, oh, yeah, I don't want to eat junky food anymore. But it, it upset me because I found mac and cheese to be a comfort right, food. Right, right. And right? suddenly that was gone. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't, and I don't like that. And so, like, that's when I started coming out of paleo because it was like, it was like, look, I, I have the skills now to control myself. I can keep myself from eating bad food, but I still want to enjoy things. You know, right. there might be family things or, you know, birthday cake at parties or things that are, like, socially enjoyable. You know, like, one thing about diets that's hard is, like, Social eating, you know, I do a lot of social, I mean, we're always eating when we're on this podcast. It's fun for me to do social eating where it's like, I hang out with my friends and yeah, I like to eat. Food, yeah. When you're on crazy diets, it's hard to be a social. So right. you need to find what works for you and don't be down on yourself if you can't be, you know, perfect keto diet person or whatever. Maybe that's just not the diet for you, but instead master how you control your cravings and what you do and what you input into your body. Right. And then it's like, once you have a hold on what works for you, then you can adjust it, play with it fit it really well to your lifestyle to where you don't feel like it is a horrible insult to your friends and family if you're doing this thing. You know what I mean? Like, it depends. If your family, you know, if it's a cultural thing where you eat a certain way with your family, a certain kind of food, and, you know, like, it's honestly would be really difficult to be paleo with, like, a super traditionally Mexican family where you're eating beans and rice and tortillas tortillas and, and like, all these different things. Like, that'd be really hard be paleo because it's basically just okay meat and i make some killer paleo tacos right now by the way but yeah no yeah. it's super hard right and that's the thing is it's like either you need to be able to find a way to make it work make paleo talk you know i mean make paleo tortillas and, and find a way for your, your family to be cool with it or find a diet that allows you to when you go over to your parents house to have dinner on sunday you know maybe you take sunday nights off and that's your one time that you eat with everyone else because that's gotta be what works you know and then all the other days you stick to it you know it's just like set that rule for yourself try not to i mean also if you want encouragement on your diet try not to be the angsty teenager attitude which is like i am blah 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 blah. i mean some people really like to get righteously indignant about their diet i mean i personally think that's that's setting yourself towards failure you know it's like you know i am this mom and i don't eat blah 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 but at the same time i mean don't if you don't eat eggs don't let your mom bully you into eating eggs you know what i mean like you, you have to understand your 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 boundaries but work with people around you yeah i think it's it can be really uh annoying to be around someone that's really indignant about their diet um especially when you're going out to dinner and someone's like okay you know i can't eat this and this and this and this yeah. and you know they're they're talking to the waiter for five here. minutes it's like well, it's like right now my and i are paleo and we're at habit which is a regular California burger place. Um, and it's awesome because this place offers a lettuce wrap that's really good. And you can particularly you can add avocados to it. And they have uh, sweet potato fries, which are on the paleo diet. So it's like, I mean, it's totally normal. You know, like Josh just ate a regular old uh, burger and regular fries. And there was no problem for anyone. You know, like you can find things that work for you. Yeah. 
I think it's just about putting putting the time and research in and not just jumping into it because you feel guilty, you know? Like, you, you, I, I feel like you have to do this for more than just guilt's sake, right. you know? You should be doing it because um, you want to be at a sort of peak, peak condition of your life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, if you're training, I mean, I guess it depends on, again, why you're training Aikido, why you're into the martial art, but... You know, if you're being serious about um, your martial art, you should also be serious about your physical conditioning, That's and, and that includes diet. So, right, especially you know, like if you're you're an instructor of Aikido, and you know, sometimes I'm I'm a little harsh, but like if you're an instructor in Aikido, part of your job is uh, being an example to your students. You know. Um, and so you need to get on top of your diet, and that needs to be part of the example uh, to your students, you know. So if and you I mean, want to do just, this lifestyle. Right. That makes sense from a marketing standpoint as well. Sure. You know? I mean, yeah, if you want to call uh, it marketing, yeah, it's, it's good uh, marketing. You know, to, to be someone who is, you know, in shape and, you know, because there's a lot of times you'll see some Aikido people and uh, not even have see them do any technique, knowing anything. You just look at them and you can go like, uh, this guy, yeah. Uh, uh, he, unless he shows me some crazy stuff, I, I pretty much know what I need to know, and that's very judgmental. But at the same time, I mean, that's that's the truth of it, right? Like, well, it's like you know, when I got back from LA, and if you look at our early YouTube videos, you'll see this. You know, like I gained a ton of weight, and um, uh, I could still move fine. You know, like pretty close to the capacity of moving that I moved when I was at 185 um, because I was in good shape and I always kept moving and stuff so that was fine but nonetheless like hey, if you look at that you're like why isn't that guy's weight under control like why you know that's not as healthy I'm, I wasn't moving as optimally as possible my body wasn't uh, being treated as well as it could be you know it's a stress on your heart it's a stress on your kidneys it's a stress on everything so so you should be able to get yourself in check you know and and it can be a hard road and i understand i've been there myself um, but you can work with it if you want to well i think like that's the other the main thing the other thing that i would hit is like seek support you know because it's really hard to do so like make a major life change and i would call it a major life change you know food is very central to your life like making that change by yourself it's hard um so either finding someone that you know you can encourage them and they can encourage you um or you know like having someone to talk to online or, or some, like a blog you can read or something to where you remind yourself why you're doing right. it and you right. know daily because there are times where it's going to be hard and, and you're going to feel low about it but reminding yourself this is why i'm in it right, you know right and that's the reason i think that uh <clears throat> i know a lot of people who do um weight watchers and i think that's one of the reasons that weight watchers is having so a successful. support group there's a huge support group there that's all the time you know not only the people that you go and meet with if you're doing the meetings but like there's a whole group of people either online or wherever that are doing the same thing so and you know like i mean do it for whatever reasons but like my main thing is you know don't do it just to lose the weight the the weight is a reflection of the problem it's not it's not inherently the problem itself you know like be able to control your weight you know right <clears throat> anything yeah. else no i think that's that? that just about it yeah. everybody's yeah. left now and now it's quiet mm -hmm. over here yeah. hopefully <laughs> The uh, hopefully not much of that background noise will get caught on the recording. I know, we'll we're see. all just like, ooh, okay, well, we'll see how that sounds in Helicopters post. flying over, crazy stuff happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, but, well, uh, thanks again uh, to yeah, everyone for listening. For if you have any questions about this and yeah. want to shoot us uh, an email or whatever, share we would your be happy thoughts to take it. on yeah. uh, dieting, dieting. Um, and eating and whatnot. Um, 
Yeah. Maybe you've had experience. It is a problem in the Aikido community now, about. though. I mean, you know, like we, we were actually pretty pretty chill about it, but it is a problem. We're having, if you look at, you know, look at pictures from Aikido seminars, a lot of people are overweight. Um, so, so you know, it's something we should be addressing as a community. Yeah. Um, and because it, it's people are looking or from the outside looking in, like you got to realize the way that we make this look. You know, the, the way that everyone in the community is making it look to people outside of the community. And, you know, I think, Chris, you were saying this before we started recording. Like, I, it's kind of our responsibility to call each other out on that within right. the community and so that we don't get that shit from people right, on the outside, outside the community. You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and I, I think it's hard because it's like we don't want to be jerks to each other. We don't want to be dicks. And you never know what's going on with someone inside their bodies. You know, everybody looks different and... You know, what's strong looks like for one person can be weak to someone right. else, you right. know, depending on your body. But also it's like, all right, guys, come on. It, there's, there's a certain look and it's not the one that we're probably going for. You know, if you've got, you know, you know, if you're five foot six and you've got a 50 inch waist, I mean, you know, like that's beyond strong for your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, we've all different things that we'll fit into, you know? And so, so like what Maya was saying, you know, what's strong on one person might not look strong on another person, but you know, you can, you can judge yourself. You know, you go, Oh, how was it when I was in high school? How did I look? Or, you know what I mean? When I was the fittest in my life, how did I look versus now, you know? And, and and where do I want to be? Um, you know, is it hard for me to go upstairs? You know? Well, and I think, too, we all want to be in a community where we're constantly challenging ourselves, right. you know? And I think something about, like, not being self-reflective about weight is refusing to look at myself in the mirror right. and go, I need to kind of do something about it. Especially this, you when know? we're being self-reflective about other things right. in right. the heart, like, itself, right. you know? And so I think it's, like, it's important to go, if... You know, if I care about, um, you know, my Aikido being uh, reflective and, and, you know, me having kokyu and, and if I care about teaching my students how to be strong people, um, I need to look within myself and go, in what areas of my life do I need to work on that? You know, and right. physically, it's like, it's easiest to see physically, yeah. you know? Sure is. Um, so. All right. All right. Um <laughs> You guys can find us on all of your uh, podcast applications. Uh, I mean, obviously you have if you listen to this, but you can also subscribe um, to make sure that we show up in your feed every week. This is a weekly podcast. Um, so please do that. Uh, find us on social media. Please give us a like. Let us know what you think. That stuff is all important to us um, and good for our analytics and boosts us along so that... Uh, when people are looking for Aikido podcasts, we're the ones that show up. Um, uh, do you are you bringing this yes, up? Yes, I am. So we have uh, patrons who are kind enough to give us a little bit of money every month, so that we can continue doing what we uh, do and make these available, these podcasts available to you, cross platforms uh, indefinitely. Um, and we're going to bring up those names in one many, moment. They're coming, they're coming. Because last time we we, uh, we tried from memory, I think we did an okay job. Well, I, I went back, I, I, I recorded a little sound oh. bite and I stuck it on. All right, there. see? Uh, yeah. He's very uh, smart. You, you know, honestly, like, that's important, you know? And, like, sure. you know, no one's in for, like, a whole bunch of money. I think our, our biggest patron is, like, four bucks, which is fantastic. And that's super appreciated. And so, like, I want to say everyone's no, name. No, that's true, yeah. Because it's, like, that's what's enabling us to have the... the 
the uh, hosting, the hosting that yeah. we have to, to have these up. So, you know, it's it's nice to not have to do it all ourselves. Um, and so it's really appreciated. So it's, it's important that we say your names. Yeah. So uh, we super appreciate you guys. Rob Kitson, Lenny Acuna, Jim Sullivan, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, and Grant Templin. Thank you so much, guys. It, it means a lot to us, and it allows us to keep doing what we're doing. And um, please do, you know, give us feedback, uh, whether you're a patron or not. Right, and thanks to everyone who's uh, written in, told, told us they've liked the show. Yeah. And uh, giving us great giving ideas. Us great we ideas love good ideas. We really appreciate that. So We're, we're um, talking about next week uh, covering um, uh, techniques and systems mm. and why they're not the same thing. Techniques and systems and why they're not the same thing. I like thing. that. Uh, that is... You're giving people a really good curiosity guy. Yeah, yeah, that's cliffhanger. a cliffhanger right there. Yeah, that word doesn't what exist in German. You know, mean? cliffhanger doesn't no. doesn't exist. Don't have that word, but it's a great word. Cliffhanger. Is, yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, that is it for us this week. We'll see you here next week. All right. Bye-bye, bye, guys.